Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. That's powerful. Just knowing that I am enough. You, you have to believe that you are enough and that you've given enough. Sometimes I'll tell people when they are struggling with decisions, well, make a list of the things you do. And when people tell you you're not doing enough, then look at that list and then make your decision. Yeah. Because you have to be able to understand. But to do that, you have to be able to validate yourself. Yes. Because if you can't validate yourself, then I don't care how much that you have written down, you're going to still be like, oh, I should do it. You know, I think sometimes in the, of course, in the family environment, we, we might get taught to always do or always have to do. But in church, in our religious experiences, we might be we might be taught that we have to constantly give, 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 and sacrifice yes. for others. Be a part of every ministry part of at every church. Ministry. I want to dance. I want to be an usher. I want to be on the media. I want to volunteer to hand out the fruits and the vegetables. Whatever it is that makes me look like a good Christian or a good member of my church, I want to do all of it because it's all about how people perceive me. But do you technically, when we talk about boundaries, do you have the time, those time boundaries to do do all of those things? Are you just putting on the show for the church, but at home, what type of daughter are you? What type of mother are you? What type of auntie are you? You got to be able to balance all of that. You use the word balance. Balance is such an <laughs> important thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know what happened in the Western Hemisphere, but in the Eastern Hemisphere, you know, they, they talk a lot more about having balance in life. Balance, yes, balance, yes. Balance. So, because... Anything done to excess can become negative. Absolutely. So we, we, we need it. So we can, no, I can be the most holy roller, go to church every day and do all those things. But if I'm disconnected from the other things in my community, in my family, I'm not doing those things. Mm -hmm. There's a part about life that's not being nurtured the way it can be nurtured. And that can cause problems. Yes. And you say, well, I'm just going to trust the Lord, going to take care of it. No, the <laughs> Lord got you here so you can take care of it. Yes. You, you know, so, so we have to make the conscious effort to plant seeds and nourish those relationships. So it requires some balance. Yes. You know, so what about cultural? Do you think there's anything else we could discuss culturally that encourages us to just be just doing everything and not setting boundaries? Absolutely. Culturally, there are some things that we can do to establish better boundaries as we're looking at, I don't know, we're looking at a lot of like, we're talking about like racism or are you talking about as like a culture doing things to celebrate different holidays? So, you know, I think, I think in American culture in, in particular. Okay, as Americans. Okay. In, in American culture in particular. Broader. That we tend to put a emphasis on work, which is good. Absolutely. We tend to 
put an emphasis on financial attaining. And so if you're working hard, if you make, you're gaining money, wealth, resources, then it makes it, it, there's this impression that you are okay. And as long as you're doing those things and mm-hmm. it doesn't really always consider the fact that at some point in time, that actually runs us down. So gotcha. instead of boundaries, when we look at people who we think of who are very famous, yes. who have very, very difficult lives and, and, and different challenges. Just a few d- days ago, you know, I was reading some stuff about temptations and I realized that these guys went through it, but a lot of their issues were around ascertaining the American dream. Yes, that's what I was going to touch on. Absolutely. The American dream. You feel like you're supposed to have this marriage, this white house and a white picket fence and a dog. And a lot of us go out and try to fight for that dream and working so hard for this dream. But sometimes we have to have that boundary once again, stepping back from what you truly want versus what other people want you to have and what that looks like. The American dream is not the same for everybody. Everyone does not like dogs. Everyone does not want a house they have to maintain. Everyone does not seek to have children. Right. And learning how to be content, your particular experience, because we can be on social media all day long and people can show you things that look like, oh my, this is the life. Yeah. And you will feel pressure to try to get those things. And so now you won't set boundaries for sleep. You won't set boundaries for eating properly, exercise. Mm-hmm. You, you just become this person that work, 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 or you press, press it. And allow press, social press, media press. to be your, your life map. It's Whatever is the main thing for the moment. What, yeah, yeah. what is, um, what is it called? Not streaming, but what whatever is like popular right now, whatever it is. I and mean, that's the thing that I, yeah, whatever's trending. That's yeah. what I have to do. That's who I have to be. Right. And we right. just wait until tomorrow or next week to figure out, okay, how I'm supposed to get my hair. Okay, what I'm supposed to wear, what I'm supposed to do according to the social media roadmap. Exactly, exactly. It's overall culture. So we have to figure out how to balance our line with the realities of our culture so we don't get caught up with always feeling like we don't have the latest shoes, the latest, latest pants, clothes, whatever it is, so, so we can be cool, mm-hmm. but we can be okay with ourselves where we are in the moment. Yeah. Be content. Learn to love yourself. Does somebody love themselves? Are you at peace with yourself? Because when you at peace with yourself, look, I don't care if you in a bucket with a raincoat on and an umbrella. But if you feel good about who you are, you live in there, and I ain't trying to over-celebrate that, but if you there, you can be happy, I'm happy for you. Because there's a lot of people who live in a seaside mansion mm-hmm. with over, over 10 bedrooms, got an inside pool, outside pool, and they are miserable as hell. Yep. We see that. We see that often when we have celebrities, millionaires, billionaires, who end their lives. Right. And people think, oh, well, you have all the money in the world. How could you not be happy? Plenty. Because we, they still have other needs. There's still the emotional, the mental, the self-care, the emotional state that you're in. Money does not solve all of your issues. Money may be able to put Band-Aids on things for the moment, but you cannot buy happiness and you cannot buy peace. So, you know, one of the things I realized about that is going back to this cultural idea how we push money and, and material things. So if you don't learn how to manage your 
emotional state, mm-hmm. no matter what you get, you will always be driven to get more. Like some people, they are really good with money and they figure out even being very poor, how to manage their money and their money can grow. Some people figure out how to manage themselves emotionally. And even when they have more, they're not necessarily focusing on so much of having more because they are able to live contently. Contently. But if you have more and you are never satisfied, because no matter what you get, you need more, mm-hmm. you, might, you might wake up one day and realize you're in a place of discontent because no matter how many cars I've had, no matter how many houses I've lived in, no matter how many places I've traveled to, I still never feel content. If your emotional state yeah. is not right, not none of right. that will ever be enough. So, so learning how to be in a place where you can be happy is not necessarily about a certain level of material ascertainment. It's internal and being able to reg- regulate that. Mm-hmm. So thus boundaries are important and be okay. So I can establish my baseline for peace, contentment, and joy. And no matter what's going on in my life, I still got that. I ain't no stopping us now. We always got that going. Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting too excited here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. But what about this codependency thing? You want to talk about that a little bit? Codependency. How do we develop better boundaries with others? So sometimes we have these codependency relationships where you feel like you always need to be needed. You need to be wanted. You always have to be doing something for somebody else. And that it goes both ways because we're out here, not we, but the person (laughs) who struggles with codependency is always looking for someone to help, help, help. And then we have people who are always like needy, needy, needy. How do we establish that boundary? Like, what is it that I need in this moment? Once again, what do I need? Why am I doing this? How do I feel about it? I'm giving someone $100, but how do I feel about that? Do I feel great to do it? Or is this something that's making me feel uncomfortable? And if you know it's making you feel uncomfortable, then we can just go through, you know, how to explain how to say no. Right, exactly. You know, as a therapist, yeah, I'm definitely a helper. Mm-hmm. People oftentimes ask me, how do you turn it off? Well. Setting a boundary, when I leave out my office and I get in my car, I turn on the music I want to listen to. I go, oh, my, take my shower. I watch what I want to watch on TV. You wash the day off. I wash the day off. And I accept this fact that there are some things that are out of my control. When I was at work, I did what I could to help. But now it's up to others to do what they need to do for them. Yes. And I, I, I see that, I feel that sincerely. So I don't sit around worrying about what's going on with people because I feel like I'm doing my best yes. to give them what I can when I'm with them. So when I ask you a question, Gerald, yes, as a ten year, okay, we're celebrating our ten years as being a counselor, a social worker, a helper. How long did it take you to get to that point, man? I think it took me, I, I think it took, if I would go back probably like 20 years experience in, in as a social worker, mm-hmm. I think I probably was in the field over 10 years because initially I'm this really charged up young man that just want to get in 
and help everybody. And I remember sometimes getting angry about people not doing what they, I thought they needed to do or not doing what I, they, they said they was going to do for themselves. And it was bothered. I would get yes. angry about it. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. I can't be getting angry about this. Mm-hmm. Because it's not my, it's not yours to carry. Yes. So, but it took, it took a minute. It took it a took... minute for me to learn that. Like, I can't get angry about this. I, it, and once I was able to do that, understand what I didn't have control of, it also made me more productive and gave me the ability to actually work with more clients because I was able to have that space where, you know, I could, I could hear, experience, engage, be supportive, empathetic, but at the same time, have that boundary uh-huh. where it didn't overtake my personal life. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's helpful. Thank yes. you. Yeah, yeah. Because with, with having kids, I'll be self-aware. Look, I'm not going to go home and, and make my kids suffer because I had a bad day at work. No, you know, because I know I might be reacting or responding to their behavior in a way that's just not constructive, not because of what they did, but because of my state of mind. Mm-hmm. We're going to check that at the door. Oh. Yes. Okay. Moreover, how do you maintain your boundaries when it comes to not only leaving sessions on the couch, right? You leave your office and everyone's problems, concerns, and beliefs are here. Then you get a chance to go home, wash it off, enjoy your family. Mm-hmm. What about contact and communication? Do you allow your clients to email you in between sessions? Well, i tell you this. I do get emails. I do get phone calls. And typically, I will respond by saying, I will contact you at a certain time. That's what I will do. Okay. Now, the, now the, the challenge with that is when there is a medical emergency and people need to go you know, go to the emergency. Absolutely. In those situations, I, I generally want to act right then to support them or help them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, it might be situations where people have a a circumstance that comes up that maybe they just lost a close family member or something like that and they need to talk. I remember a few years ago, I was on vacation and one of my clients had just lost a buck. Okay. And so I did respond to that, but I'm not going to be doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm not going to be doing that all the time. So there's limits. Yeah, there's limits. And because I always see myself like this, if I don't take care of myself, then I'm going to have less to give to my client. Amen. As a parent, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to have less to give your children. Yes. And so if if you mad and cranky and fussing all the time and your only mode of operating when you deal with your kids is anger and frustration, it's probably because you need the self-care you need to establish some boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when you deal with them, you can be more in what I call the teaching mode. So there's yes. laissez-faire mode. And this is all for another podcast. <laughs> there is the <laughs> teaching mode. And then there's more the aggressive mode. And probably as a parent, you need to be more in the teaching mode. That, that's an awareness that your kids are in the stage of learning and engaging. And a lot of their errors and flaws are because they don't understand. They're, they're largely more emotional. So you have to be willing teaching God and teaching God over and over again versus saying, I'm going to beat the hell out of you every time you act up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, sorry. So as we continue to move through our boundaries discussion, what do you feel would be like some key points that, you know, we want to leave everybody with? Because there are several. We could yeah. go on and on. Yes, 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 yes. Obviously, we want to start talking about self-awareness, right? Being self-aware trying to know your own needs and take care of those own needs. Yes. And knowing that it's okay to say no. 
Yeah, knowing it's okay. To say. It is okay. Today, I think that mostly, you know, we want people to understand it's okay to say no and it's okay to still have that awareness of you don't have to be responsible for everything. When you walk into a room and you're feeling light and you're feeling happy, you have a couple interactions and you leave that room feeling heavy. You ask yourself, is this my, is this somebody else's sadness or anger or discomfort? And if you can honestly do that evaluation and see like, wow, it's not mine. Right. I can release that. I got to let that go. Yeah. I can't hold on to everybody's emotions because then I'm never tending to my own. Exactly. And just like the garbage, reasonable people, when you set boundaries with reasonable people, they will respect it and they will reciprocate. Mm -hmm. When you tell people no and they can't expect that, they can't appreciate that, then you probably need to let them go anyway. So when you tell people no, you actually empower yourself to understand who's really on your side. Mm. Absolutely. And, yeah, who's really on your side? Because people who really got your back, you may not always agree with them. They may not always agree with you. But they go support you. Yes, every time. Yes, they're going to say, I understand. I may not agree with it right now, but I understand why you have to do this. Or some people say, I agree. I get it, girl. I'm all for it. Let me know if you need anything. I'm always going to be here for you. Those are the type of people that we need in our support system. You know, I used to hear this old saying. My mom used to say, hey, when you family and you really support each other, tooth and tone may fall out. But at the end of the day, you're going to be there for each other. Mm -hmm. People really got your back. You can tell them no. At the end of the day, they still going to have your back. Yes. They're going to be there. They're going to be with you okay. all the way. So, so saying no. All right. So what would you say? It is important for us to be, in concluding this, it's important for us to be, what, self-aware? Yes. Knowing that, hey, if we are liked by people, that might, that's nice and that's, human to be like yeah because we are social but we don't want it to be toxic where it leads to codependency mm -hmm. leads to us not being able to take care of ourselves because we need to be able to take care of ourselves because when we take care of ourselves we are better at managing the things that we need to take care of in life yes i want to be liked but do i even like myself exactly but i gotta like myself enough to know <laughs> that it's all right for me to set Set boundaries. Because yep. remember, as we said earlier, because even God got tired of people complaining and asking for stuff. What about us? We can get tired too. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have to be a bad person to say no. So to continue this discussion, in our next episode, we'll be talking about how to maintain self-care and boundaries. We're going to look at it a little bit more deeply. So y'all stay tuned for our next episode. It's going to be fire. <laughs> stay tuned. We'll see you in the next episode.